Here we go. Hello, everyone. My name is Kristen Bauer, and this is my podcast, Redefine Beauty, where I share and offer a new perspective on beauty through the lens of love as an internal vibration expressed externally and then witnessed by others. It starts with love and compassion for our bodies, for our lives, and the gift that we are to the world. And hopefully this helps my listeners to connect to the truth of beauty. I feel like I grew up in a reality where beauty was very dependent on what my face and hair and body looked like, and this set me up for failure. I now believe that beauty is an energy. It is our life force that shines from within. It comes through the love that we have for ourselves and these phenomenal bodies that we are gifted with. A blemish, a line, a bit of cellulite can never take away from our beauty. When we learn that these marks are messages from our body and respond to our bodies with healing and nurturing, remarkable consciousness begins to blossom. Our beauty doesn't age and it doesn't break down. It gets wiser and more magnificent as we learn and discern our own truths. And when we are clear and share our true amazing self, our beauty is a gift to the world and specifically those around us. Today, I am very excited to be joined by my good friend and lover of music and movement, Montana Globerman. And if you don't know Montana, this is a great opportunity to have some background with the genius behind the Montana Method. This is a full body workout that incorporates Pilates, bar, dance, yoga, anything hip and cool <laughs> is here. It started in 2018, or sorry, started in 2017 when Montana set up mats in her garage and invited all her friends, the whole neighborhood, whoever wanted to come. And she began offering these incredible dance-based workouts in her garage. It was so incredibly loved, like a cult movement, that she very quickly couldn't fit everyone in her garage anymore. And she opened up an beautiful studio in downtown Delray Beach in 2019. During the pandemic, she began live streaming classes every single day on Facebook and really fell in love with her online community as everyone, of course, immediately fell in love with her. And she actually founded at that time the Montana Method Digital Studio, which also live streams from wherever you are. So you don't even have to be in Delray Beach. You can follow Montana anywhere. Her clients say that they never knew how much fun it could be to work out. And you're focused on fitness, balance, flexibility, dancing. It's all dancing. It's so amazing. And really feeling great in your body. And this is so incredible for a workout movement. I personally have known Montana for 15 years, maybe more. And I have watched her create an incredible, happy, and inclusive community. It's such an honor to see this woman. She creates love for all body types. She supports authentic health and vitality. And this is such an inspiration in our community, for our children, for me. 
And so I'm so honored to have Montana with me today so that we can talk about loving our bodies and falling in love with being healthy and creating vitality in our bodies. So without further ado, she's here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love that intro. That was so sweet. I couldn't (laughs) stop like smiling. My cheeks hurt. It's so nice (laughs) to be here. Thank you for having me. And yeah, it's, it's so fun to just chat with you because we've been friends for so many years and we've both watched, you know, each other grow. So, um, yeah, you're pretty special too, my love. Oh, I love it. Is it 15 years or is it more than 15 years? It's hard it's to remember. Hard. I think it's hard to remember. I don't even know how old we are anymore. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I three. met you when I think I met you when I was um 21 and I'm 37. So yeah, right about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. perfect. So yeah, we were little babies just doing all these crazy things in our 20s. Yeah. Um, and I'm 42 now. I still feel like I'm in my twenties, but it's, I really love having my friends on here so that we can talk about this stuff because we've been through it together and we've stayed friends. I actually opened the studio right after our trip together in Utah. Wow. Yes. It was right after that. Yeah. Yeah. It was right after that. It was dancing. It was dancing in the desert that inspired me to open the studio. I love it. That is incredible. You're, and you're, you're such a good dancer and you're such a good workout instructor, exercise, move, exerciser, movementer. I don't know what we want to call you. The goddess fun. It's not not all it's dance inspired, but it's not like all dancing, but like music and movement that feels very dancing and flowy is what I love to do. It's like, that's how I connect. That's how I connect to my body. That's how I connect to other people. Um, I have so much fun doing it. That's why I created what I did. So yeah, definitely dance inspired. You know, a lot of people after taking class be like, oh, what's your dance background? So I'm like, I, I don't have a professional dance background. I just, I just like moving to music and the way that it makes me feel. Well, you, you know, what I, what I see all the time is that you make this movement. I like to call it dancing because it's so yeah. fun. You you. make this movement so easy, but it's beautiful. I always am like, how do you come up with all these amazing moves all the time? Because it's not aerobics and it's not exercising. And yes, you're right. It's not exactly dance either. It's just this incredible in-between space. And it's just all about moving in a way that's happy. That's fun. It's, it's easy to pick up for people that are not good dancers. If you guys are listening and you're nervous about dancing, you can live stream this in your there's house. There's really only one. Yeah. There's one like song where we do like a straight dance cardio part and we just kind of like let it all go. And it's like right after we warm up and that's like a follow along, you know, dance. So it's like, we do a few moves, you know, that we just repeat and kind of get our heart rates up together. And it's like this collective energy that really sets the tone for the class, which is what I love. Um, but you don't have to be a dancer to take class. You know, my background's in Pilates. That's where I started. And then I moved, you know, to bar when that movement became really popular. So as I developed my own method, I kind of pulled from Pilates bar yoga. And then of course, it feels dancy and flowy because we jive to my playlists, which make it really fun. So it is like one big, it's one big dance, you know, in a way, but um, the modality of movement is like pulled from all the different things that I've loved to do over the years. 
I think you should have graduation certificates or diplomas when you're done because <laughs> you teach people how to move so gracefully and so beautifully in one class. Everybody that goes does fantastic. And I'm constantly well, impressed. Thank you. I think, you know, just it, on the heels of like what this podcast is about, you know, with women like learning to kind of like tap into their inner beauty and strength. That's like really what we do in class. So it's about getting women out of like their head of like, I can't do this because I'm not coordinated or I can't do this because I'm embarrassed or my body doesn't move like this. It's like, just be open. That's all I ask of you is be open to it. And then it's just like the magic happens there. You know, once you like let your guard down, um and you stop with like the i'm not this or i can't this it's like you join this greater force that we kind of create together which is really cool i love it it's fantastic and it's such an in our community in if you guys are listening and you don't know montana or live near us everybody talks about the montana method Aww, thank you but I really want to talk about what got you here. You know, this podcast is about redefining our body image, our understanding of beauty. And I like to always start out the podcast talking to my friends about your young experience with beauty and specifically body image. And sure. where did you learn about beauty? What do you remember growing up? That was your first inspiration. Well, my mom, you know, my mom was a ballerina and um, she always just kind of carried herself in this way. And, you know, she was always like tall and um, her, her body frame is thin. You know, I don't like using terms to describe people as skinny or, you know, I, I just, I don't use those words, but she had that, like that ballerina kind of um, the ballerina F body and it, fitness was always really important in our family more so because of, I truly believe, you know, health and wellness and vitality and the way that it made you feel. But there was definitely a focus back when I was growing up, just I think society wise too, about like how it makes you look, you know, you go to the gym to look a certain way, not necessarily because how it makes you feel, you know, I feel the feel it was, it's almost like reverse of how I feel now. It's like, the feeling was a byproduct of like looking good instead of looking good as a byproduct of feeling good, you know? Um, I just think that's the way that it was with like magazines and like all that stuff. And like, yeah, now it's transferred over to all of the things that we have kind of inundating us, you know, on social media. But before, like, I, I remember always picking up like magazines, going to Walgreens and looking at the girls that were on the cover, um, you know, and kind of wanting to be like that or, it was always just, it was very much, what was talked about was more of the external and what wasn't talked about was the internal as much. And was there a point when you realized, wait a minute, beauty isn't an external thing? Well, I think, you know, as you grow up, you, you know, and hopefully you grow up and get a little bit wiser because, you know, I was a typical girl that wanted to look good on the outside. And in high school, I was a cheerleader and I loved, you know, I, I, I had fun wearing those little outfits <laughs> and then you go to college. And I think it's like, you know, still about how you look on the outside. And I think you hit a certain point in your life where you like, 
you notice that that doesn't make you feel good and you want more and you search for more and that's kind of where like the shift happens um and however like that however whatever process that is for you so you know for me it was learning about how like I could do all of these things and I still like doing all of these things on the outside but that was never going to make me feel good on the inside and once I started to really kind of take care of myself and learn different ways of like loving myself and just what made me feel alive and happy you can't compare that feeling to an external feeling so it was like noticing the difference right um i think you can compare it to like when people talk about like a runner's high you know when people go on a run like in that moment like they're feeling so good right like it's the endorphins that make you feel good you start thinking more positive or more positive about yourself it changes the shift from like how maybe you started off on that run it's not like people are like you know, focusing or, I mean, some people do run because they want to look a certain way, but I think it's like that journey, right? It's like, that's like what you're kind of focusing on is the feeling as opposed to like what you're looking like. So, yeah. And now you're in the fitness industry. Yes. In I've been in the fitness industry for a long time. And, and you're in, and we're in South Florida. And I would say this is an area where what people look like carries a lot of importance and a lot of value. So what do you see in the industry? What do you see in the area? Tell me how you feel about how people generally are doing as far as body consciousness. So I've been, I've worked at different studios throughout my life, my career, where women kind of would just like size each other up and look at each other as competition or um, would be envious of each other because of how one looks or the other is like, what can I, what do I want from them? Or what can I take from them? As opposed to like what we have created at the Montana Method where it's like this inclusive community where women are supporting women. And that's like the collective like vibe of the whole place, which makes it very fun and and you know and we're body positive and we have women of all ages and of all shapes and sizes too and it's like this this really fun collective group of people that just genuinely like love each other and moving together whether you know the person or not and that's very different than like what I see that goes on I don't want to say in other places but just you know in general in this industry um it's competitive and it, it doesn't feel good to have that mentality you know um I think around here being in South Florida what you look like on the outside is something that like very much matters to people we're wearing half clothes half the time you know um so regardless you want to feel good in your skin whatever that looks like for you and that's like what we do at the Montana method and I think that that really sets us apart from other, you know, places or other people in the industry. And you're a visionary in it. You're an inspiration in it. You said earlier that you don't like to use the word fat or skinny. And it's so interesting that you say that because I was talking about you to our mutual friend a couple of days ago. And she said, and I told her you were going to be on the podcast. And she said to me, 
One of the things that I love so much about Montana is that in all the years I've known her, I've never heard her describe anybody as fat or skinny. And so you don't use words in your languaging, in your advertising about bikini bodies or summer bodies or things like that. And what do you really want to create in the experience of that kind of supportive languaging? Well, I appreciate that because uh, thank you for saying those things. And um, it's true. I don't use those words. Um, we're not getting ready for our bikini body. We're not getting ready for our summer body. Like this is our body, you know? Um, and I think you love it and you honor it as best you can throughout all the seasons. And I know personally for me, that goes through like waves, you know, there's sometimes when I'm really feeling in my body and there's other times when I'm feeling more disconnected from my body, but I'm never getting ready for like, it's not like me versus my body, you know, it's you, you're, you want to love your body throughout all the seasons. And so I think it's like, instead of saying, okay, well, we're prepping for this or we're prepping for that. It's like, this is just this is our life. That's what you're doing, you know? And I say always at the end of my classes, when we're, when we're cooling down and everybody's laying on the mat and I have you put a hand on your heart and one on your belly, just connect and just say like, like, thank your body for doing what it just did, because that in itself is a gift. I don't, I think you take for granted so much um, of what our bodies are capable of doing, you know, and, and what we put in our bodies and uh, how our bodies function and all of that. So I don't think I, you should ever treat your body for a specific, you know, thing. This is your yeah. body today, I tomorrow, think, the next day. I think it's so important. I love that you embody that message so completely and live it. And it's just a part of who you are, but it's, it's known in the community. Thank so you. I think that's so sweet and special. Our body is a communicator. It talks to us. It tells us things about what it needs internally through the external so that we can then make these shifts in our mind and, or physically. Sometimes it's just the way we look at things because when I've done a lot of studies in the past, like many, many years ago when I was in plastic surgery and I was doing all these different studies with people around beauty and one of them was my affirmation study, asking people to write down what they thought about themselves when they looked in the mirror first thing in the morning. And people are in general across the board, very mean to themselves. We tend to say mean things, think mean things, focus on the things that aren't, you know, commonly accepted as perfect or good enough. And are, and then we're living into this experience of being unworthy because we're unconsciously repeating and emphasizing and so I feel that, you know, having role models like you who are talking about and even inspiring, you know, because at the end of the class, you said you're taking that moment to have people thank their body. And when I worked with Dr. Emoto and we did all the work with water crystals, love and gratitude were the two most beautiful crystals. We're made of water. So that moment of having gratitude for our body for carrying us through this whole exercise actually can make the water structure, the actual, the actual molecular structure of the water in our body organized and structured. And that's an aspect of beauty. So, you know, I think that 
there's a lot of shifts that need to happen in our society and our culture. I still see it in myself, even though I've been watching this and trying to shift this for so long. You and I both have daughters. You have Kai, she's nine. I have Mm -hmm. Essie, she's 11. And what, where you and I, I was a big magazine girl. You mentioned magazines earlier. And that was me when I was a kid, I bought all the magazines and now social media. So, and, and I didn't have a lot of time for TV when I was a kid. So I really used the magazines to define beauty, right? Because I was looking at their eyebrows and their lips and their cheeks and their butts and their waist and what they were wearing. And this is what I thought beauty was. And now our kids have social media. I don't even, I mean, I don't know when they're looking at magazines or anything like that. So, I mean, they're this rapid fire social media where they're, you know, seeing, 10, 15, 20 seconds of an image and they're, they're just scrolling. And what, what I see a lot is sexy movements, provocative outfits, how somebody looks physically. There is definitely a little bit shifting. I do see beautiful, inspirational role models that are very body positive and body image positive, but I don't see a ton of people that are out there talking about how much do you love and appreciate your body? How much time do you spend in the mirror noticing the things that you appreciate and are grateful for and think are beautiful? How much self-care are you giving yourself? What is vitality and how do you create more health in your body and relating to this kind of world of beauty through this lens of self-care and of love and of gratitude. So what do we do as moms to model? Because we're such a small, I mean, I don't know that my kid thinks I'm actually that cool (laughs) compared to people on social media. So that little chunk of inspiration that we have towards redefined beauty for our daughters what what do you think that you find most impactful and that you would share as far as supporting Kai? Well, I think, you know, we can't be with them all the time and protect them from all the things they see and do, you know. Um, but I think it's really important to take those moments when we are with them to talk about really like what matters and not like always to have a serious conversation, but really focus on like what I try to do is talk about how it makes you feel, how anything makes you feel, you know. So I think that that, really connects you to like the internal work, right? So it's easier for you to step further to closer or further away from something based on how it makes you feel. So, I mean, it's a natural evolution of, you know, as you grow up, you want to be cool, you want to be this. And the way that you think about that is different than how it's going to be later on. But if you keep instilling in them, you know, that self-confidence and kind of just like be you. So you're not like, you know, yes, you can copy the TikTok dances and you can do all those things, but like, do it because that makes you happy, not because you want to be somebody else, you know? Um, so I try to just be an example, you know, I like, even with work, it's like, I do this because I love it. Um, it makes me feel alive, you know, it, not because of the way that it makes me look. Um, and not because I want to be somebody else. It's like, I've tapped into what makes me feel good, you know? And I'm not saying that like I'm perfect and that I stay close to that all the time, but it's knowing that, you know, so I think it's really instilling in them, like what matters the most? How do you make people feel? How do you feel? You know, like, I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah, these kids, I think they have potentially a more difficult time to overcome these body image issues that are being thrown in their face because it's just so much and it's so fast. And so for us to use some of these tools that you just talked about and some of the things that we as moms can come up with to really love ourselves and, and be a good role model for our kids, I think it's just so important for the future of our communities and our society. What whenever you- I say like, you know, just to just add on what you were saying, whenever I tell my kids or probably, you know, that you're beautiful, it's like, I make sure to always say like, your heart is beautiful too. You know, it's not just about I'm like, oh, that, you know, like I, I'll say like, oh, that looks so, you look so beautiful. Or, you, you look so cute, you know, but like I'll follow it up with something else. So it's not just always like focused on the external, like that is what beauty is. It's hard as a mom, because you look at this little creature that is basically the cutest thing you've ever seen. Totally. Whole You're like, I'm like, I can't believe how big you've gotten. Your legs are so long now. And it's like, when did you grow? And like all of this stuff, you know, and they're like little, like, little teenagers now so it's like hard not to say those things you know but just be mindful of always adding in like the internal part yeah yeah I try to impress upon Essie you know it's still nice to say you're so beautiful and like you were saying before but it's not just about that you look so good it's about you know, I talked to her about you're so beautiful because I love how you were in the garden. I, you're so beautiful because you were so kind to our pets, yeah. you know, we're so kind to your friend at school, things like that. So exactly. that hopefully beauty is instilled in a, in a different way for them in the mind. Do you have tools and techniques that you use if you're not feeling your 100% best to help support reconnecting to a good, healthy body image and a positive energy? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to always get there, but knowing what brings you close to that you know it's like sticking with what makes you feel good so for me like even this morning you know I'm I'm hormonal I'm not feeling so great I cried before class and I just like didn't want to necessarily show up I kind of just wanted there's times when you just want to kind of like hide in yourself you know and that's okay but I knew that pushing through that and showing up and doing what makes me feel good and being with you know the community that we have is going to make all the difference. So like, that's where like the growth lies because I walked into the doors of the studio in a very different way than I left, you know? And so it's like pushing through that and staying close to what makes you feel good, even when you don't want to do it. Um, you know, and, I, and like I said, I'm not perfect. It's not like I wake up every single morning and go to my altar and meditate and, you know, all those things I try to cold plunge, you know, most every mornings when I can, because that makes me feel really good, but it's like sticking to those things, even when you don't want to do it. That's where like the real growth is because you push beyond the limitations that you set upon yourself and you become, there's a shift, you know, there's a shift that happens. It's just like that. So I would always say stick close to what makes you feel good, even when you don't feel like doing it. That's good. That's very good advice. What do you think if you were to pass on one, your best piece of advice 
for someone that wants to redefine beauty, what would that be? Absolutely find what lights you up. Like find it, try things, do things, be open to things. And you'll know when that speaks to your soul and that lights you up, that's everything. So find that and stay close to that. I love it. That is incredible. Well, it's been so nice to hear from you and talk about our bodies and talk about our beauty. I am so honored to have you as my friend and you're such an inspiration to the community. I think that it really, our community is better from having someone like you walk around, dance in your garage, you know, work out in the studio, all these amazing things and, and raising children in a world where they are going to have a great role model. I don't know how they're going to grow up and be, but they have an amazing role model when it comes to being beautiful on the inside. And if people want to come to the class or if they want to live stream or they want to follow you on social media, tell us all the amazing places. We're going to list it below. Thank you. So I want to know all the places that they can find you. Well, before I say that, I just want to say that I love you so much and I feel the same way about you. You are an absolute inspiration and light to our community and you are so loved by all of us too. So thank you for all that you do because you've taught me so much throughout all of the years. Um, and thank you guys for listening and for having me on here. So if you want to learn more about the Montana Method, you can go onto my website, um, themontanamethod.com. You can also download my app in the app store if you want to check out my classes in studio or if you want to live stream them it's the way to sign up and to also see our schedule for the studio because we not only have my classes but we also have fun trampoline classes we have pilates fusion classes we have a whole different thing uh, an array of you know classes that just kind of in my opinion really light up your soul and make you feel really good which to me is the is the most beautiful thing so the app is the Montana Method 2.0 in the app store. You can find me there um, on Instagram and on TikTok or on Facebook. It's the Montana Method as well. So follow me, send me a message. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. And if you want to email the studio, all that information is on the app, but you can always email us at hello at the Montana Method.com. I love it. Follow thank her you. guys. It is incredible. And thank you so much for everybody that's been listening. And I hope that you have an organically beautiful day. Thank you guys. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please subscribe, leave a review, share some comments, whatever tickles your fancy. And you can find a link in the show notes for 20% off your first order on Nourish. And I hope you have an organically beautiful day.